Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our show, Dating and Marriage Perspective. This is Karina and Amber, your girls, your co-hosts for the show, Damn Good to the Last Word. We are super excited to have a conversation, a part two, actually, conversation <laughs> with our guest, B, a.k.a. Byron. Um, <laughs> so before we get into it, uh, please subscribe and like and comment to our show. I think you're going to find it really interesting. And I think it's a really important conversation, a really important topic. Um, so last week, Amber and I um, did a, like five things you should think about when going back to dating after being married for a couple of decades. Ta-da. Or in a long, a long relationship. Or really long, long, long relationship. Yes. So those were just our perspective. We haven't been, you know, in that situation before. We haven't had that experience. So that's why we have B today, who is going to talk about his experience of going back to dating after, is it 21 years of marriage? Yep. 21 years of marriage. <clears throat> it is a frightening prospect, to say the least. Um, coming out of the marriage. Um, that's something I would talk about with my ex who I'm still really good friends with. I would say, <laughs> I, I don't think dating is for me. You know, it doesn't seem like a, a good way to find somebody. Um, I would rather just already know somebody and somehow fall in love or I don't know mm -hmm. how it'll work, but, um, it's not something that from an outsider perspective, um, you really think about or worry about. In fact, I kind of felt bad for people who had to date, you know, using mm -hmm. apps and stuff. I thought, uh, luckily I have my person for so many years because I, I saw a lot of flaws in the dating app world and the new digital social world that we have. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's kind of a scary thing. Um, it takes courage to put yourself out there, even to post pictures of yourself, which seems like an innocuous thing. Even just posting pictures or videos of yourself um, takes a certain amount of guts. Yeah. Um, because that's something that could be online forever. You, you don't know how people will react to it. Yeah. Will they appreciate yeah. it? Will it look like you? And so those can be scary things. Those are all things that I started worrying about um toward the end of my marriage when i was faced with the prospect of either choosing to be alone mm -hmm. um which a lot of people do encourage me to do at least for a while um mm -hmm. i've so had not date for a little while right is that what you mean yeah mm -hmm. yep in fact some people say don't even think about dating for a year but to me and the way i live you know, I, I'm a friend collector, I guess you could say. I really like meeting people. I'm an entertainer. Um, I'm a musician for my career. So I'm always out and about. I host trivia. I do stand-up comedy, stuff like that. So I just really like being out and meeting people. So that part of it wasn't very scary. But being able to... Um, organically find somebody or or find or be able to find somebody real and authentic through an app seemed like a really tall order 
Yeah. Um, it almost seems like you're doomed not to. Um, so yeah, I don't know how far you want to get into the question so far, but <laughs> no, no, I'm loving just it. The things that I was, I was starting to have to face and that, that are pretty intimidating going in. Yeah. Well, I, first of all, you know, I said this to you off ear, but I really love that you and your, your ex are still friends and can still get along because, you know, like we talked about in Korean and I have talked about this before, you know, when somebody, when you're in a long relationship, I mean, that person did something for you, right? Like there was some love there at some point. And I hate the fact of just like throwing it away. So I love that you guys are still, you know, friends and can talk and be civilized. I think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, sometimes I feel like Jerry Seinfeld because there's an episode <laughs> where he's like, it was a mutual breakup with he and his girlfriend. And, and he, none of his friends believe him. And he says it was the world's first. Well, sometimes I think my marriage was the world's second yeah. mutual <laughs> breakup. Like we just agreed that we were different people after 21 years and that we wanted different things. Yeah. But I still love her as a person. She's still a great friend to me and supports me. Mm -hmm. And I do the same with her. Um, And I think both of us have already started to see the happiness that can come from having that positive relationship instead of all the sort of baggage that came along with our particular marriage anyway. Yeah. We always we always say that um, when we talk about a topic, something else will come up. So I think the next time we would love to have you back is like, what are the building blocks of still being, um, you know, in good terms? I, I don't like good terms, but you're still friends with your ex and yeah. deciding together that, hey, maybe we should move on. So I think that might yeah. be another interesting topic. To yeah, and I do have some thoughts about that, um, but we'll stay with the topic at hand. Yes, <laughs> I'll try not yes. to veer off too much. But no, no, no. Um, <laughs> I do have a question. So, is it possible, Byron, to be a social person like you are—bars, music, drumming, all those things—and be single for a little while? Mm, that's a good. Well, question. yeah, it is. I mean, that's what's currently happening. Um, (laughs) But but really for me, entering the dating pool means I'm looking for somebody to share experiences with. I mean, that would be the headline. If I was to put, what am I looking for? It would be, I'm looking for somebody to share experiences with. I'm honestly not looking to get married. Um, I've really changed my perspective on marriage. Um, oh, really? Yeah. That's topic. That yeah. is. That we'll, is. That we'll save up about five episodes by the end of this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we got two already. But um, I don't think that's what I'm looking for. Uh, so, you know, in a lot of the apps, they, they basically say, are you looking for something casual, short-term, long-term, right. marriage? You know, they basically give it maybe four categories and none of them were quite what I was looking for. Um, I'm, I'm looking to share experiences and I, I want somebody who I can laugh with and who gets my sense of humor and I get theirs. 
Um, maybe I'm willing to tease them and they're willing to throw it right back at me. Um, I'm a humorous guy. And so that's one way I sort of vet people. And that's almost impossible to do. I'm a very sarcastic person and it's really hard to be sarcastic through text. You know, <laughs> I know it won't come out real good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they people just get so offended. And honestly, I sometimes have wondered from this experience that went um, into my TikTok video. Um, so I would like if, to talk about that. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, basically my very first date ever after um, my my marriage was over, my first date as a single person um, went kind of poorly. <laughs> um I I waited what ended up being um a little over 2 hours and when she did show up she was very nice um gave me a hug we hung out for maybe 10 to 15 minutes and she had an excuse chambered ready to go and she was out of there never heard from her again um oh, gosh and I I don't think uh, it had anything to do with what I looked like or, or anything like that. I just, I, I think, you know, we just, for whatever reason, she didn't feel that click or whatever, um, that she was expecting and, and that's fine. Um, she handled it in a way that I'm not really used to, um, because like I said before, I'm kind of a friend collector, um, so even if it doesn't really work out, I still expect everybody's going to be friends with me and I'll, I'll still be able to <laughs> send them a funny joke or, or a meme or something. Yeah. Um, but I just never heard from her again. And I think that exposed a major flaw in dating online or digital dating, as I kind of think of it, um, that she just... For, actually, for both of us, it's not it's not really a one sided thing for both of us. We can't really get to know each other um, very personally until you actually meet. And so oh, sure. you mean versus just talking online, you mean? Yeah, just <clears throat> texting or even doing like FaceTime or something. It, it's fine. Um but even right now with you two, I don't feel like I know exactly who you are as people just because we've seen each other on video. Yeah. I think it would probably be a much more um, engulfing experience to meet you in person. And, and we can see each other's micro expressions and we can actually look each other in the eye instead of in the camera. Yeah. So um, there's just a lot of hurdles to 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 dating and they all kind of came crashing down in the in this very first attempt at at dating um can and I ask so, you, oh can i ask ahead. you a quick question because i you mentioned something on one of your videos that i thought was really interesting and um you talked about thinking i thought it sounded like you were feeling like dating is different as a gen x yeah yeah can you talk I, more about that and like what you mean yes what, what I meant by that is um, for everybody that I knew growing up, you know, we would call and then say, hey, are you free? Can you play? And then we would yeah. show up and we would, <laughs> yes. we would just go out and do 
our parents rarely knew where we were. Yeah. You know, we would just be in the streets doing who knows what. Yeah. Um, they gave us our, our parents sort of by force had to give us a certain amount of trust because they were busy, you know, they were off working or just whatever baby boomers do. Um, and so I grew up with the mentality of if you want to hang out with somebody, you go hang out with them. You just start, you just go out, yeah, you go lot. grab a drink or whatever it might be. And, uh, I think the, the newer age doesn't do that. They were, they were raised with texting as a primary form of communication, mm -hmm. but I didn't start texting until I was married. Like texting yeah. wasn't a thing, you mm -hmm. know, and so I'm just, I, I, I think a lot of us in, in the Gen X generation are just don't see a lot of that value in communicating digitally only. And yeah. it seems like the dating world today is 80% digital, if not more almost. And, and sometimes, you know, I've matched with somebody and I just cannot get them to meet me anywhere or go out. They just want to text. Yeah. They don't want to end thing. They don't want me to like cut it off or anything. They want to text me every day, but yeah. that's, it's just not providing me what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm looking for that companionship to share experiences with. Yeah. I'm not looking for a memorable, funny text, you know, that's Karina all day. It was something we talk about and have just, had a few yeah, episodes. It's so dumb. The thing is to your point, Byron, <laughs> is when this um, highly primary technology form of communication gets to the pe to people our age, 40, 50 year olds who are like, no, nah, I would rather text. I'm like, even though they grew yeah. up the way we have, like you have plans, you go somewhere, you show up. And when I hear from 40, 50 year old men saying I would rather text. Yeah, there's something, there's <laughs> something going on there. That's a red flag. Um, oh, but it, in fact, it reminded me that I, about 10 years ago, I had this idea for an app that's basically. Wait, do you want to make sure you want to share it here? Because Wait, make sure it's copyrighted. Oh, yeah. Make sure I, it's copyrighted. Honestly, <laughs> if somebody makes this app, I would love it because to me, it sounds like the most fun thing. But it was basically a way to not communicate through texting, but it was a social network that you you are connected through your phone. So basically, you could get into a, a chat room where you would dial in and you could talk to other people who might be, they might be, you might be in a guitar chat room. And so you just chat with other guitar players and ask them questions, but you're actually talking or FaceTiming or something. So you could be in a group, you could do like celebrities, you call mm -hmm. in and, and talk to your celebrity crush, you know? Right. <laughs> but instead of reading out text, you're actually talking. And I thought if there was a way to somehow connect people in some sort of a virtual environment where they can hang out and actually talk, you know, um, as opposed to write or typing, yeah. um, because so much is lost in that. I mean, just in... So even without video, you know, we would be having a much more engaging conversation through audio than we would if we had to type out this whole podcast. 
you know um and i'm i'm actually pretty sure something like this will will come around with the with the advent of virtual reality and stuff we're going to have opportunities to gather um and it'll change the dating game um right now it's in this really stagnant time where um our technology is you know it's, it's still in the toddler phase of the internet and mm -hmm. so dating is one of the things that's really struggling um and people are losing their ability to interact uh in person <laughs> yeah that's, that's another thing i've noticed <laughs> yes that's true that is true yes yes oh my god as All i've right. listened i've you know i've talked to um like if i have been able to meet somebody that i matched with um and i show up i i've found in the couple of times it's happened in the last few weeks that their conversation is very different than it was um through text how so yeah um it's less measured uh they they're some sometimes more at a loss for words i'm trying to be very delicate with how i put it because i don't want to throw shade oh but you don't have to be delicate this is damn perspectives <laughs> so it's fine. basically uh, i'll go back to my word of the day i i find <laughs> their digital interactions to be very less authentic mm -hmm. um and so I, I wish that when I do meet them, you know, this, I'm thinking of one person in particular that I met last week and um, I don't necessarily want to throw the word catfish around, but she oh. was just very different than I was expecting. And I was, I was sort of led to believe she was different okay. uh, in a lot of ways, not just her appearance, but including her appearance. Um, yeah. Uh, her pictures were just very filtered and stuff. And I, I thought I could sort of see through the filters. I, I thought, oh, yeah, this has a filter. But still, you know, I, I'm going to know what she looks like. And I thought it was her sister answering the door. It was so different. Um, and then. like, Why do people catfish? Because at one point you're going to meet this person. Yeah, seriously. Ideally, yeah. right? And you yeah. got to know that whoever, however you presented yourself online, isn't going to be the same person face right. to face. So what is, what, what's your, what's your game plan? Yeah. You know, just, honestly, what I think it is, is I, I think there are a lot of people who feel like their personality is very good. It's their highlight, which is probably true. Maybe they feel like they have a better personality than they do. The, the appearance or whatever so they'll they'll put another fake appearance out there and then try to get you with their personality basically saying if i can get them to fall in love with me then it won't really matter what i look like so yeah you know then i then i can come clean and they'll know why I did it because I was so in love with them or whatever. This is this is very general, but I, I think it has to do with confidence with their personality saying, you know, if I can if I can get them to like me, 
then it won't be as important. And this is what's necessary. And dating apps have really kind of encouraged the catfishing. I mean, it's so mm -hmm. focused on appearance. That's one of the reasons I've now deleted all the apps. Um, I've just done it. How uh, long recently. were you on the apps before you deleted? Well, I only had the one match on Bumble. But to be fair, I didn't upgrade to the pro whatever. Yeah. And uh, I just did the basic version. And so it doesn't show me all the people who like me. It only shows me the people that we actually match. And so I only matched with one person. And it was that person that I tried to go on the date with. Um, on Facebook dating, I was on there for a, about two months. Um, and I matched with people, but I found on there they were they didn't really want to meet up. They just wanted to text all the time and chat. So I wasn't really into that. I tried stir. Um, I've never, I've never heard of stir. Stir is one for single parents. So oh. you know they all have their niche now. Yeah, true. That one was for single parents and. Uh, I matched with some people on there, but again, um, really just didn't find any sort of, it, to me, it just seems so fake. Mm. <laughs> like, I just feel like when I'm, when I'm uh, scrolling or swiping, however you refer to it, um, I always try to read something about them. So I, I don't want to be the guy that's just swiping. Right. I, I've heard that that's a good technique is you're just supposed to swipe right on everybody. Oh, but, right. yeah, that's what a lot of guys do. They just swipe right on everybody and then they pick from the ones who respond back. Oh. Um, wow. But I don't <laughs> I don't like that <laughs> method because I I don't think it shows respect for the time that they might have taken to create their profile. So oh, I always try to sweet. <laughs> That is so sweet. So I just do it. Totally so right. That's that makes sense. I All the work you put in to create a profile, if you care about yeah. what you put up, yeah, it takes work. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I maybe this is the old school person in me, but I feel very discerning. Maybe I'm overly discerning. But I like to go down. I like to see all the pictures. I like to read the bio. And I like to look for red flags. So if they're a smoker, for, for me, sure. a smoker is a red flag. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not for everybody. Um, and I think it would be pretty embarrassing to to for me as a person to have swiped right on somebody. And then they like me back. And I'm like, oh, this isn't you know this isn't who i'm looking for and i somehow delete them or what ghost them i guess or whatever but um so for that reason i don't think i had very many matches um maybe i was being too picky do you think you gave it enough time i'm only asking this just because um it you know dating especially online is crazy shit batshit crazy it it is <laughs> But you are able to talk to a lot of people and weed them out. So for somebody who hasn't dated, you know, very much, 
it is just kind of a nice opportunity to get out there and maybe you make more friends than yeah. you know. um you know I also that reminded me that I also tried the thing on Facebook where you can just match as friends. Okay. Um, I haven't seen that. But, yeah, it's they call it um, friendships, I think, or something super basic like that. Uh, I tried that too, um, just to kind of meet people to possibly go out with. But I found they're looking for the same thing that the the dating people are looking for. So. I didn't really see anything valuable about that. But the the hard thing is, is um, I think most people are, are probably like me. They're scrolling while they're sitting at home watching Netflix, you know, <laughs> sort of almost envisioning a different life. But it, but we're all kind of just looking at our phones while we're dating and for me, it just doesn't, it doesn't really work because in my mind, as I start texting somebody or whatever, I'm just picturing them. You're probably just sitting on your couch just like I am. And why not? Like, why don't we go two step in or something? Let's go dance. Yeah. Yeah. What are some things you like about or liked about online dating? Good question. Well, I like when they can match you based off similar interests. Mm. Um, a couple of my matches, we would have like four out of five that we had in common. And so I'd be like, ooh, I can cut to the chase. I can ask about Quentin Tarantino movies because I see you're a fan like I am. Mm-hmm. Um, we can quote Seinfeld because you know, we're both fans or whatever. That's one of the good things is you can find people with similar interests really easily. And also people who don't go, who don't run in your circles. So um, there's a lot of places that I've never been because this is a new city for me. I'm in New Braunfels, Texas. And um, I've been to a lot of places and I've played music at a lot of places and stuff, but I haven't been everywhere. And I might not run into somebody. Uh, so through online dating, I can find somebody and they'll say, hey, let's go to blah, 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 bar. And I'll be like, I've never heard of it. Let's go check it out. And and that's pretty cool. Um, uh, so just in my couple of weeks being in the dating scene, I've started um, finding new places to be and um, some new circles. Um, some people have come to a couple of my trivia nights nice. uh, from the singles groups and stuff like that. Nice. So those are probably the two best things about online dating, I guess. Have you been, um, has, have you and your friends tried to match you up with mm. anybody? Yeah. Yeah. And that really hasn't worked very well either. <laughs> um <laughs> Are those the same friends telling you to take some time off to yourself? Oh, you know what? <laughs> kind of confusing. <laughs> like, what do you yeah. want me to do, bro? Which one? Which yeah. one? Yeah. What's weird? Um, I don't know how this will come across, but I felt like, you know, because I'm a drummer, um, I felt like when I was married, I would have a little more opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, people would come yes. up and say 
say things to me after shows and stuff. And now that I'm single, yeah. it never <laughs> happens. Yeah. Wow. Like you're married and there's blood in the water. And yep. you're not. Is that how it works? Yeah. I'm like, maybe I should keep my ring on or maybe something. You I don't should. know. Create <laughs> your own dating. That's, that's right. App. Oh, yeah that's right that's funny that's funny but i am i will say that i've been very impressed by people sharing their experiences as well yeah. i i can't believe how many people out there are struggling with the dating scene right now it's terrible um, they, they want another way to do things everybody seems like they've been catfished or ghosted or both yeah and um so we all know how damaging it can be and how how much it can hurt even if you don't really know somebody if they ghost you you just don't know what happened you're just yeah you know you start thinking it was you and and really it's statistically not you it's know not. no it's kind of a numbers game which i hate describing the dating scene as a numbers game yeah but, but it is. It kind of is. It, it really is, especially nowadays with there's so many options, right? So you're not just competing with people on your app, right? You're competing with however many different apps there are now, right? And yeah. a lot of people are on multiple apps. I mean, Brian and I have talked about, you can see the same guy on, oh on two, three different there's, apps. You know, those pictures. Yes, there's that. And there are people's pictures that I've seen before years ago. I was yes. off the dating app for a year, over a year. And the same profile is still there. At least one or two pictures is still there. I'm like, man, you're still on there? It's been like two or three years since. Yeah. Seen you. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to know what to do. Um big and i i think it's so different for men and women just because of the psychology of the difference in what a picture does for men versus women mm -hmm. um i i think that's probably why or at least one of the reasons why it's so easy for men to just swipe right on everybody mm. but um Picture, you know, I, I heard an interesting TikTok video actually talk about how nobody likes a picture of themselves, right? We all we all think pictures of ourselves are the worst and it doesn't really capture us. Well, another picture that never works is when you have, especially here in Texas, when you're outside at night and you see the big, beautiful stars or up in Oregon, we had the solar eclipse. And I tried to take pictures of it, but those pictures just did not work. They never work right. of the stars. It, you could be in the, in the mountains of Montana on the clearest night and you still couldn't really capture what it felt like to be under the stars mm -hmm. in a picture. Well, that same thing is true for pictures of people. It's never going to capture the full essence of what it's like to be with that person in the in the same room yeah a picture is never going to do that and so you just have to remember that pictures of yourself are never going to be the full experience of what it is to see you and um again that's that's a hard thing about online dating is it's so reliant on pictures yeah um, but maybe you just happen to have a goofy face that day and it's turning off all these people <laughs> 
when that's not really how you really are, it just happens to be a picture that you had, you know. So it's it's <clears> kind <throat> of a, it's kind of a tough thing. <laughs> yeah, I would say, Byron, don't lose hope. Uh, I met my husband online. <laughs> really, I did. Yeah. I did, and I went through. Not not to say it like that, but I had talked to a lot of people before I found him. Uh-huh. And so, you know, keep hope alive. <laughs> like, was there was there anything different in the process you went through with him as opposed to any of the others? Like you did oh, yeah. something that was different, or yes. he picked up the phone and called, which is a big okay. was a big thing. That's for a me huge thing. Then. Yeah, I you know he picked up the phone. He didn't send me a dick pic. He um he didn't text. He showed up when he said he was going to show up. So that right off the bat. And, and even then it's funny because I wasn't really sure because he was not somebody who I would usually date. And I've talked yeah. about this before. I've, I've told him, but my dad back then said, if you keep dating the same people, you're going to get the same results. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well maybe I'll give it a try. And yeah, we, yeah, we got married six months later. So, and it was quick. It so quick. it can work, but, it can work. but already you said, he made some efforts and he kind yeah. of took himself out of the digital part of it yes. as quickly as he could. It sounds like, yes, which is exactly what you have to do. I, I think yes. if you just want to stay in it, you're never really going to find that connection. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. What advice would you give somebody who's newly, newly divorced and, you know, looking to get back in the dating field? Uh, I would just say be open to new possibilities and and um, avoid early judgment. You know, get into the book before you decide if it's a good one yet. Um, and be open to, um, like you said, be open to being with somebody who you may not instantly... You know, it's it's not like the movies. You may not instantly fall in love. Yeah. You may need to sort of get to know somebody and and think, oh yeah, they're annoying, but I kind of like that annoying thing that they do or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's it's typically not going to be fireworks yeah. or butterflies. Even it might be, um, you know, re- trying to rely on good advice from your dad. You know. Yeah. <laughs> So just be open to the possibility is my best advice. Yeah, I like it it too. Very insightful. Byron, where can they find you? Where can people find you on TikTok so we can help grow your numbers and even your dating field or your friendship field? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I would love that. Well, my uh, TikTok is my name, Byron but I also throw in my lucky number, which is 13. So it's actually 13 Y R O N. So it looks like Byron. Yes. I love it. I love it. We appreciate you coming on so much, Byron. It's been such a pleasure meeting you and well through zoom, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't think, you know, you, you, I think you mentioned authenticity and to me, I think you actually have a lot of that. So I don't think you're going to have a hard time finding the right person for you. Well, I really appreciate that. It was kind of funny. Um, when I showed up to that date, actually, um, your words just kind of reminded me of this, but there was these two ladies doing the wristbands at the door and, 
I told him that this was going to be my first date after my marriage of 21 years and all this stuff. And they were just like, Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> and they're they're like, this is going to be, this is going to be an experience for you. And I just want your blessings to come your way. And, you know, it was the sweetest yes. thing. That's what your, your words reminded me of. So uh, thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Yes. And we hope to have you back on because yeah, I know that we, I, I think at least three that I was thinking about saying with you, Kay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be lovely to have you back Let's on. Well, yeah, I'm happy to do it at any time. Pleasure talking with you. Yeah, and if you have any other questions, you know where to find me. 13 Aaron. Yes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Everybody who's listening, watching, make sure you give this a thumbs up and um, comment down below. I'd love to hear what your experiences are with dating, whether you're new, whether you're, you know, uh, continue been doing it, or if you have any advice, let us know. We'd love to hear. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Have a great day. Bye.